You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This A's Cast download is brought to you by Link Soul. Check out their spring collection. Go to LinkSoul.com and by Nest Bedding. Love where you sleep. Go to NestBedding.com. From baseball's top personalities. The Hall of Famer, one of the great TV broadcasters, Bob Costas is here on A's Cast Live. To the A's legendary players. Five-time Major League Baseball home run champ, Mark McGuire is with us here. You never know what stories you're going to hear. We used to come out here to lunch and run with our shirts off. (laughs) (laughs) You would say. This is A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. We've got a Hall of Fame edition of A's Unfiltered with Chris Townsend. We've got Vita Blue, Reggie Jackson, Raleigh Fingers, and Joe Rudy. Unfortunately, recently, we have the passing of Vita Blue, an A's Hall of Famer, an absolute superstar, one of the great players of his time, a three-time World Series champion, a MVP, a Cy Young Award winner. Guy won the All-Star Game for both the American League and the National League. He was so special. And we got to sit down with Vida one last time when we celebrated the 1973 World Series Oakland Athletics. Well, we all know the greatness of Vida Blue, and we're celebrating the 1973 World Series champions. You are such a huge part. You think about that year. You won 20 games. You guys won the World Series. Nice. And it was the second straight year winning the World Series for you. Pretty cool, huh? Uh, I think, Chris, I was turning 23 that July, so pretty cool. And in my wildest dreams, of course, when you in the minor leagues, you want to make it to the majors. And once you get to the majors, what's next? You want to win the World Series. That's every player's dream. And mine was no different. But to do it one, two, three uh, years in a row is pretty cool. And uh, we played a pretty decent Mets team. I think that was the last time Willie Mays wore a baseball uniform. Yeah. Yeah. And it was sad to see him go because he's my childhood idol, along with the Aarons and Frank Robinsons. And, of course, let's not forget Mr. Robinson himself. Yeah. So, uh Pretty cool, man. I enjoyed the ride. And uh, thanks for honoring us today. And thanks for letting me get a little FaceTime. Well, you think about where you were at this point, right? 71, then 72, you win the World Series. Now you win it again. So people thought, ah, the A's got lucky in 72 against the Reds. Now they weren't saying that. You won two straight World Series. You go to another one, win again in 74, but what was that thought process validating it and doing it again? I don't know, man. Like I said, I was too young to figure out what the heck was going on. Life was just going too good. All I know, I was enjoying (laughs) the ride. And uh, uh, we had a great ball team, but I think the Mets might have matched up against us with their pitcher with Tom Seaver, Tug McGraw, Jerry Kuzman. Mm -hmm. uh, Was it Craig Swan? I think it was Swan. I can't think of his first name, but uh, they matched up pretty good with us. With us, but uh, we had Catfish Hunt and Raleigh Fingers and Blue Moon Odom and Paul Lindblad and Daryl Nose and a guy named Vita Blue. So again, man, in, in your wildest dreams, you don't think about 
winning it, then you think about repeatings. And uh, I, I know this for a fact. You mentioned the word luck in your when you asked your question. I know it wasn't luck. It was all skill, baby. Well, I remember our buddy Ray Fossey said when he came here, this was his first year with the A's. He thought we were crazy. You know, he, Dick Green told him, <laughs> oh, we're going to win the World Series. And, you know, Ray's coming from Cleveland where they were out of first place as of game one of the season, yeah, right? Yeah, 80,000 so people opening day and after that, see you later. Yeah, and he, he said it was unbelievable the confidence you guys had and the belief that you guys had in yourselves. I think what might have scared him was that we fought amongst ourselves. And there was always a little brawl between this guy and that guy, that guy and this guy. But uh, when it came down to crossing that white line, we were all business. And you have to give a shout out to our managers. And you have to give credit to Charlie Finley. He's the one that assembled, assembled us and put us together. Uh, may he rest in peace. But uh, the man knew what he was doing, I know that. Uh, he would call me in the wintertime and say, <clears throat> Vida, what do you think of Don Bell and Mike? Hey, man, he's a tough out for me. Please, now you're a teammate. <laughs> Don't say anything until like 4 o'clock and there's going to be a press release. I'm like, what? The hell are you talking about now? What the heck are you talking about, man? But uh, we got to give credit to the ownership. Got to give credit to the coaches. And they put us in a position to win and be successful. Uh, each and every day, and uh, it worked out for us. But uh, to be one of the the Yankees are the only other team to three peak. Then the Yankees win it five years in a row at one time. They won five years in a row, yeah. But to be amongst those dynasties of the Yankees, it's pretty cool to uh, compare, not compare, but be in the same uh, sense as when you talk about teams winning the winning the championship more than twice. Yeah, it's just the A's and the Yankees that do a three-peat. And, you know, now when you get together, we just talked to Joe Rudy about this. I mean, you guys were more than just teammates. You guys were like brothers. What's it like to still get together at this point? Well, we're getting up in age. As you heard me grunting, getting out of the little, little cart that they provided me with. Uh, but it's always nice to see each other. And, of course, coming over on the bus, we're reminiscing about this and that. And I'm amazed the memory of some of these guys have talking about a certain game at bat or pitcher or situation in which uh, we were confronted with. But, uh, you know, the game of baseball has kept me young in a sense in itself, Chris, because I can't remember certain pitching situations. But when I'm, when I'm going to the grocery store, I forget to get the eggs. I'm not sure how that works, but. I can remember baseball stuff 20 years ago. I can't remember to get the eggs at Safeway. So I'm not sure how it works like that, but that's the way it is. Well, I'll tell you what, I've known you for a long time and all the years after your career in the media and the television, you talk about one of the great baseball lives. You've had one of them and you're truly an A's great and everybody in the Bay Area, you're one of the few guys that play for both teams. And, uh, you're always going to be remembered as absolute greatness in this I area. I wouldn't trade it for nothing in the world, man. It's experience that a kid from Mansfield, Louisiana, uh, left town and seeking his fortune. And uh, I'm on playing with house money. Well, it's always great to Thank see you, you my Chris, friend. my pleasure, man. The great Vita Blue. I knew Vita for many years, pretty much my entire career. 
And as everybody has been saying, what a special man. He was he was just unbelievable to everybody. So caring, so kind, and such a great sense of humor. Vita will be missed. And here is his teammate, the straw that stirs the drink, Mr. October, the great Reggie Jackson. Well, joining us here at the Coliseum for the 1973 World Series champion celebration, the Hall of Famer, A's Hall of Famer, and all-time baseball great, Reggie Jackson. Reggie, it's great to have you back, and I know these moments are so special when you get to remember all these great memories with guys who we've been saying, they're just not your former teammates, they're your brothers. That's true, um, especially when I see guys like uh, Vita Blue and Bert Campanaris, uh, you know, Joe, Joe Rudy, um, Daryl Knowles and, and Raleigh Fingers, um, Billy North, you know, special, special to see Sal's, Sal's family, um, who was like a brother to me, like an older brother. But, um, you know, coming back and seeing the guys is always something that's very special. And I think as, as you get older and realize that, um, you know, you're on the, you're on the, not on the back nine, you're on the 18th hole, <laughs> uh, you know, then you do want to uh, celebrate and really cherish the moments of sharing time. Yeah, we, we're talking about it. We just we've talked about with Vida. We talked about with Joe Rudy, how you guys win in 72. And I know you didn't play in the World Series in 72, but you were obviously such a big part of the team. And then now 73, what was it like to win it for a second straight year? Um. You know, I don't know if we realized at the time how good we were. Uh, I certainly think as you look through through the past and, and look back in the history of the game and realize that the Yankees won five in a row, um, and then the Yankees again in the Jeter era uh, won three in a row. I was part of that team in the front office. Um, and then, of course, what we did in the 70s uh, is is very special in the game of baseball. You know, they talk about dynasties, so certainly, um, you know, you can talk about the, the, the big red machine, and you can talk about the Dodger teams, you can talk about the Atlanta Brave teams, of course, uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates, and we are family, if you will, the Red Sox in, in, in the early 2000s. But um, to win three in a row is... is is very unique. I think there's only three teams that have ever done it. Yankees did it twice. Um, and so to be part of that and, uh, you know, have the memories, um, I, I look at Vida and, you know, I just remember when he was, when he came here and threw his first no hitter in, in 1970, uh, in Kansas city. And, um, I, I still, uh, see him from time to time. He's, he's a very dear friend, uh, like family. And so, um, the conversations that you have uh, with people like that, and that, of course, spreads to, to me and uh, Joe Rudy. Uh, Joe Rudy was my first roommate, uh, and it was a big deal to be black and white and have a roommate and, and room together. And so those things are remembered, they're cherished, and uh, when you do see the, the, the guys and be able to hug them and and uh, see how they're doing. The first thing you ask is, how's your health? Um, and, and those things uh, are important because we all know we're in our 70s, mid-70s, upper 70s. A couple of guys, 80. 80s, yeah. Dick Green is 82. Bert Campanaris is 81. Um, and so I'm touching, I'll touch 77 this year in a month. And so um, 
Uh, I think Vida is three or four years behind me. And so uh, we realize that time is short, um, but we do understand that uh, those were very special times. And these people that are in our lives are, are very special people. Yeah, Vida last year at the 1972 celebration. I want to remind everybody he was the youngest guy on the team. You want to make sure <laughs> that he reminded us all of that. Uh, one of the greatest nicknames in the history of sports, Mr. October. This is when it started. Obviously, you're the MVP in 73, but you're the MVP of the World Series also. Mr. October, the birth of Mr. October is in 1973. Um, I, I would say so. I remember uh, uh, Joe Garagiola calling me the autumn child in the in the Tom Seaver game where I got a couple of hits, drove in uh, a couple of runs against him, and we beat him um, in game six uh, to force a game seven. And then, of course, we uh, wound up beating John Mat Matlack on that Sunday afternoon um, and, and clinched the World Series. So that was a really a special time for us, special time for me, special time for the city of Oakland. Um, I think it was the first time I ever got tipsy. I, knew, I wasn't a drinker, but I had too much uh, uh, champagne in, in the clubhouse. <laughs> so it, the, the memories are wonderful. And um, I can still see some of the faces of people that had tickets way back when. So people who work here. And so And the people yeah. that work here. I came in today and uh, a lady was on the gate, been there 30 years, uh, Jamie. And... Uh, you know, saw her, said hello. Uh, the guys in the back uh, that parked the cars, the guys that run the elevators. Um, hey, Reggie, how you doing? How you been? Good to see you again. Um, so and so, I'm so and so and so and so. I've been here 30 years. And so uh, the moments are special. Well, thank you so much for the time. We truly appreciate it. Enjoy today. You guys are getting your due. You're just due. One of the greatest teams of all time. And have fun with your brothers today here at the Coliseum. Thanks, Chris. The great Reggie Jackson right here on A's Cast Live. And one Hall of Famer to another. Raleigh Fingers, arguably the greatest reliever of all time. At least top three. There's no question about it. One of the best pitchers of all time. Also a three-time World Series champion. Also a guy that won the Cy Young Award in the MVP. Here is the mustache, Raleigh Fingers. Well, we're celebrating the 1973 World Championship team. We're here with Oakland A's Hall of Famer, Baseball Hall of Famer, Raleigh Fingers. You know, we talked last year, 1972, winning it for the first time. What's it like, 1973, winning it the second time? Twice as good. It was twice as good. Uh, you know, beating the Mets, uh, uh, they had a great pitching staff. And, um, we, you know, we had to face Matlack and Kuzman and Seaver. And um, uh, we knew we had our hands full, but... Uh, we handled it okay. Coming back here down three games to two and winning the last two games here was big. No, no doubt about it. And when you think about the difference of winning it one year to the next, winning it for the second time, the validation, I mean, not many teams will ever make it to two straight World Series. We know you'd win three in a row, putting only you and the Yankees doing that ever in baseball, but now you've won it two in a row. Uh, it was very gratifying. And uh, we knew that that's the only way we were really going to get some extra money for the winners. We had to win a World Series. Yeah. <laughs> we weren't getting paid by Charlie. <laughs> so. And you guys never forget that. That's no, always no, funny. No, there there was money involved here. Oh, yeah. These players now win the World Series, they don't care. Back then, yeah, you're playing for <laughs> money at this point. Oh, well, we had, uh, you know, a lot of guys had to get winner jobs. And uh, I went right straight from the parade 
the Sears and Robux. And I was stuck. I was stocking shelves at Sears and Robux all winter long. That was my winter job. After winning the World After Series. After winning the World Series. Yep. Well, you're, you're, <laughs> it's hard to believe, but yes, that that is it. When, when when you when you get together, and I've mentioned this now with Joe Rudy and Vida and Reggie. I talk about how, you know, it's just not you guys were teammates. You guys were like brothers. What's it like to still get together with these guys, reminisce about oh, all the greatness? It was, it was it's a lot of fun. A lot of, a lot of us came up through the minor leagues together. I mean, we were together for seven, eight, nine years in a row. Yeah, in Kansas City. Yeah. So, uh, you know, it's, it was more like a family. And, uh, you know, in families, we have fights. You get in arguments. And we had a lot of them, but uh, we got through it. But uh, we all knew what to expect of each other out on the field. And uh, we all came together as a team. Once we cross the white line, don't have a different uniform on because we're going to beat you. And what's it like getting together now with these guys? Oh, it's great. See how many guys still have their hair, see how much weight they put on. <laughs> <laughs> so it's fun getting together and, and telling old stories. And obviously you're still around the A's and part of our front office. But when, when you come back to the Coliseum, what are the memories like for you? Oh, great. Uh, I mean, this was an old ballpark when, when I came here in 68. But, uh, you know, we have a lot of memories on this field, uh, especially the years that I played here. Uh, uh, you know, we never finished less than second place every year that, that I played here. So and we five straight division titles. Uh, it's always fun when you win. And uh, we had a lot of we, we dumped a lot of champagne in these clubhouses for sure. No doubt about it. And just talk about the confidence that you guys had where you knew you were going to win. You knew you were going to get to the World Series. Uh, well, we had great talent. We had great pitching staff, great defense. Uh, we didn't make any mental errors out on the field. We always hit the cutoff man, uh, went through the right bases. Uh, uh, Dick Williams was a stickler for that. He, he didn't want you to screw up mental, uh, fundamentals out there. And uh, we always played well. And, uh, you know, we didn't blow out a lot of teams. We won all the th – Three to one ball games, three to two ball games. Those low scoring games we usually won because of our pitching. And still the the story about the mustache and still one of the greatest moves you ever made in your life. Yeah, I have to cover up as much of his face as I can, you know. So, <laughs> but I got three hundred bucks out of Charlie. That was the only reason why. Three hundred bucks, and you still got it to this day. Still got it today. <laughs> and when you think about pitching in those times, obviously bullpens have changed. And you know we've had you on before where I've told you we've run a lot of numbers and can make a case that you're arguably the greatest reliever of all time because of the volume. Just take us through back then. You could come in at any point and pitch X amount of innings and take it to the house. You just weren't a one-inning guy. No, I was throwing three, four innings. I mean, the first game of the World Series in 74, uh, they told me to get up in the fifth inning, and I looked at the scoreboard just to make sure what inning it was. I, I came in in the fifth inning. And pitched all the way to the ninth, and uh, Catfish Hunter came in and got the last out. But I, I think I, think I pitched four and two-thirds innings that day. So, yeah, I was a three-four inning pitcher, so I didn't mind it. I loved the work. So yeah, never shied away from a lot of uh, from a lot of innings. And of course, <clears throat> being the great reliever, you guys had such great starters. We just talked to Vita Blue. Mm -hmm. uh, you think about Holtzman. You, you think about Catfish. Obviously, the starters that you had were second to none. Oh yeah, they they could all pitch. Uh, they knew what they were doing out there. They always carry us late into the game, seventh, eighth innings. Um, you know, Catfish was our workhorse. So if we ever needed one game to win, I'd hand the ball to Catfish. He was a, he was a big game pitcher. And when you just think how great you guys were, you can't tell the history of baseball without talking about the 72, 73, 74 A's. That's got to mean something. Oh, yeah. Uh, Three-piece are very, very few. So I think the Yankees and – and us were the only ones to do it. And uh, 
uh, you don't really think about it when you're doing it. But uh, now that we look back, yeah, we, uh, we look back and we had a great team. We had a great team. We played together and uh, we knew how to win. Well, it's so great to still have you a part of the Oakland A's family. Congratulations on 1973 and have fun with these guys. Have fun. Oh, yeah. Today. We've been having a blast for the last two days. We're lying like crazy out here. <laughs> <laughs> the Hall of Famer, the A's Hall of Famer, the great Raleigh Fingers right here on A's Cast Live. And we'll end with their teammate, three-time World Series champion from the Central Valley in California, one of the nicest guys in the world. Here is the great outfielder, Joe Rudy. Well, we're here at the Oakland Coliseum to celebrate one of the greatest baseball teams of all time, the 1973 World Series champion, Oakland Athletics. We all know this man. He's truly one of the all-time great for the A's, a three-time World Series champion, and it's always great to have you back on the program. And these moments are so special because we always talk about how when you guys get together, it's just not teammates, it's like brothers. We really are. It's uh, it, it, over the years, I think the, the A's have had, you know, been pretty uh, religious about bringing us back. And it's been great to be able to come back, see the guys. Sometimes you don't see them for 10 years or whatever, mm -hmm. but it is just like we haven't been apart at all. Everybody's still rubbing each other, getting on each other. And like nothing's changed. We were in the elevator and Blue Moon, we got to, we were in the wrong suites and Blue Moon said, we're up there looking for a pitch that Raleigh gave up. We're all in the elevator together. So even to this day, these guys are razzing each other. Yep. So we talked to you last year about 1972. Unfortunately, you weren't able to make 70. Yeah, one of American Airlines canceled yeah, but the we last minute. We still did the interview. We talked right. about that was your first. What was it now like your second taking on the Mets and now going back to back. You know, it's the, the first time is, you know, you were so enthralled with winning a world championship and everything, and you're just so happy to have it happen. And then you get into that next year and you almost want to reprove that, that it wasn't by accident. Yeah. You know, it was, you know, we do have a good team. We're capable of winning it again. Uh, I think a lot of us got off to a little bit of a slow start in 73, especially hitters. And we were very blessed first year of the uh, designated hitter and we had Darren Johnson join us, yeah. and he literally carried us. He was a great, great DH, and uh, I think probably got into late May, early June before all of us started hitting like we should. And uh, but it was, you know, every every series is tough. You're battling. I think we went five five games with uh, Baltimore in the playoffs, and then of course all seven games here with uh, the Mets. And it's. Uh, they were all close games. Fortunately, we had great pitching. That was a big deal. We had so many great, you know, good pitchers, great bullpen. Had five guys down there. All were number one relievers with different teams before they joined us. And so it, uh, still, great pitching is going to stop hitting every time. You know, I, I don't know if you guys really knew how great you were and what you were doing. And we now know in baseball how hard it is just to get back to yeah. the World Series, let alone win three straight. So the fact that here you were in the World Series two straight years in a row. That's something we, we hardly ever see in our game. Yeah, we're like I said, we're blessed. We, if you look back during that era, we didn't really lose any of our main players. All of the main, everyday players, all of our pitching, everybody stayed healthy. And so that was, to me, the big key of our whole run from you know, 1970 through 76. Uh, we really didn't lose any of our big main people during that era. So that uh, getting into those World Series years and get down, especially with the pitching, is uh, so critical that we didn't lose any of those guys. And it's such, di it's such a difference between your first one, you play the Cincinnati Reds loaded with stars. 
Your third one, you're playing the Dodgers. They're coming into their own at this point. A lot of stars. Right. This was a struggling Mets team who just got hot at they the got, right time. They, they got hot. They came out of the order, really, to win the, the division and then, you know, win the, the uh, National League title there. And uh, they, they, had, they had good pitching, too. They were very similar to our team. They had some really good pitchers, Matlack and Seaver and uh, Kuzman. I'm trying to think of all the guys they had there. Uh, that were that were really good, good pitching staff. So it was a battle right at the end. Fortunately, Reggie got hot right at the end yeah. <laughs> and carried us when we came back. And we were down three to two when we came home, and Re Reggie's just lit him up. That was that was great. This is the start of Mr. October. Oh yeah, no question. Yeah, he he uh, unfortunately missed seventy two, carrying his hamstring, scoring the winning run for us in the playoffs. So he didn't get to play in seventy two. He definitely made it up. You know, he won the American League MVP plus. World Series MVP that year. So that doesn't happen very often. You know, a lot of people talk about all the different great players that you had. You mentioned the pitching. I want you to know whenever we have these moments and these celebrations, everybody talks about how great your career is. And you're always very humble about talking about everybody else. But what you did here in Oakland as an Oakland A great, an Oakland A Hall of Famer, you know, when you look back on your career, let's talk just about you, about your career and how good things were for you here in Oakland. I was really blessed because, you know, I, I grew up in the Valley out here by Modesto and uh, signed with the A's, never played downfield. I was an infield, played shortstop, which is normal for kids in that age, and played a little bit of infield at the beginning, and then they slowly started trying to get me to the outfield. And uh, I give them credit every day. We moved here in 68, and we had a wonderful man named Joe DiMaggio. Yes, it's and, a great story. <laughs> oh, my God. And, you know, we had Bob Kennedy. He was a manager. And for whatever reason, they took, you know, I got sent down at the beginning of the season because they had to move They had to move some people. And I got called back up. I believe it was May 8th. We just started on for a couple of weeks in AAA. My first game in the stadium was, was Catfish's perfect game. I'm playing left field. Never seen the stadium before in my life. And I was my knees were shaking out there because I didn't screw it up. And uh, but anyway, Bob Kennedy decided he told me, he said, hey, every day, I don't care if you're coming off a night game with a doubleheader, you're going to take a half hour fly balls out there. He would stand over by the third base uh, coach's box and hit me everything, the line drive stuff over my head. And Joe D was out there trying to show me how to do footwork and everything. And the hardest thing for me was a catch I made in 72 was having a ball way over your head, turning, going to a spot, turning back in and being where the ball is. When I first started trying to do it, I looked imagine I'd turn, run back, and the ball would be 50 feet over there. <laughs> and so it was, a, it was a battle. But I just, like I said, just getting my doctorate and playing the outfield for one of the greatest. And uh, he was such a nice man. You know, he was very wary around strangers, but around the ballplayers, he was just one of the guys. Super, super nice man. Well, a blessed career growing up in the Valley. Family got to see you play. It was like the perfect yeah, fit yeah. for you. And, of course, winning three championships. It's always an honor to have you on the program. Yeah, have fun sure. with this celebration because oh, yeah. you guys are truly one of the specialist group, that uh, yeah. most special groups we've ever seen in baseball history. Yeah, it's good to see the guys. Unfortunately, we're losing too many. You know, we just lost, of course, Catfish and Fossey and now Bando. It's, uh, it's tough to see the guys go. But, uh, it, time marches on. doesn't wait for any of us. The great Joe Rudy right here on A's Cast Live. Man, this lineup is absolute greatness. Vita Blue, Reggie Jackson, Raleigh Fingers, and Joe Rudy. And it was great celebrating the 1973 team, and it's very sad that we lost Vita. But we were, boy, we were lucky to have him. Thank you for listening to A's Unfiltered. Now back to A's Cast, powered by iHeartRadio. This has been a presentation of the Oakland Athletics.
Hey, Rob Bradford here. You guys know I'm always up for a good MVP story, and one of the best stories is Wasabi Technology. Wasabi is the world's hottest cloud storage company, and it's become the go-to provider for professional and collegiate sports teams, including 20 major league baseball teams like the Red Sox and NHL teams like the Bruins and Vancouver Canucks. Even the Liverpool Football Club is getting in on the Wasabi action. So why is Wasabi the MVP? Well, Wasabi was purpose-built to free businesses from skyrocketing storage costs and unpredictable transaction fees that the Amazons of the world are charging. In fact, Wasabi is up to 80% less than those hyperscalers and doesn't charge a cent for businesses to access their data. From Wasabi's AI-enabled intelligent media storage, Wasabi Air, to the industry's only cloud storage service with triple protection against cyber criminals, data deletion, and ransomware, Wasabi's taking the lead in driving innovation in data storage and helping sports teams to unleash the power of their data. Wasabi, another Boston-based championship team. 